think you got it. I did. I <laughs> definitely, it. I definitely got that gargling sound. <laughs> Welcome to Mominous. Hiya. <laughs> I'm Claire Berrios. And I'm Katie Judge. And this is Mominous, the podcast that explores the creepy shit that kids say because there's all the scariest movies have adult protagonists. And a terrifying child. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Pet cemetery, orphan. Others that I can't the think omen. of. Oh, you're good oh at this. God. Oh, oh, wait, wait. No, I was thinking of the omen. Yeah. <laughs> the other. I got really excited for it. I was like, Julia <laughs> Styles. <laughs> <laughs> that one was much more terrifying to me. Really? Well, because she was like in Ten Things I Hate About You, and then they kill her in a hospital. But it was <laughs> terrifying. It's like, oh man, you went from having like a lighthearted high school romance to to tell. Yeah, it's like if like Katniss Everdeen was just like all of a sudden stabbed to death by a four year old, that would be. I don't know ex- if that's an appropriate. I mean, Katniss Everdeen was in a kill or be killed child competition. I feel like that's fairly scary. I didn't take it in that way, but I see what you're saying. <laughs> you didn't take the Hunger Games that kids are killing kids. No, I really didn't, like, take that part in. Oh, did you think it was a metaphor? Like a parable? (laughs) (laughs) All right, so before we get into the topic, I have to tell you a story. So I was sitting here, not right here, but, you know, here. In life. In my existence. (laughs) um, Editing the third episode, and I'm going going crazy, you know, I'm like, cutting, and I'm pasting, and I'm (laughs) amplifying, and I'm doing all the important sound things. And all of a sudden, my cursor starts to move like crazy. <gasps> it was going all over the screen, and I wasn't touching, like, the pad or anything. And I was freaking out. I was like, yeah. holy fuck. It's Katie a Katie and I invited these ghosts into our homes and our lives with this fucking podcast. Damn it. I regret it. I- Not today, Satan. <laughs> and then I realized that my wireless mouse chip was in and the mouse was on the chaise in my uh bedroom and the dog was on the chaise scratching in it like <laughs> cat would a litter box so it wasn't arlo it was not fucking argo argo oh no. yeah wait is it arlo that's the ben affleck movie i don't think your kid named his no name. it is it's argo it's Argo? It's Argo. God damn. I can't remember. He's pop culture advanced. <laughs> I, I have to give, like, this kid is advanced. I don't know what it is, but I cannot remember if it's Arlo or Argo, but it's Argo because I remember you making that joke last time. No. Oh, I don't remember that either. It's all a blur of <laughs> twisted tea and smiling. <laughs> all right. So today's topic is exceptional. Mom fails. I have almost none. Oh, yeah, of course. (laughs) Because I'm a perfect mother. I struggled with this one um, because just sticking the landing is kind of my thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I could actually go first because I had an epic one last week or two weeks ago. Timelines are not my strength. We should all understand that. <laughs> yeah, just exceptional um, parents. Yeah, I'm never going to be like, in episode 17, if you recall, I brought up... No, that will never, ever, ever be me. That but... is 100% me. Oh, great. For what I lack in, you know, quality, I certainly make up with <laughs> fastidiousness. <laughs> just what you want in sexual partners and podcast partners. It might not be good, but I will take you care of come, everything. but I will be fastidious. <laughs> About something. I will take all your instructions literally. (laughs) 
my God. So off track. Which is a mom fail. I love it. Um, okay. So I was feeling like a fancy pants in an alternate universe. I am a fancy pants cook with, you know, chambray shirts and the right color apron and things everywhere and herbs growing in my kitchen. None of that shit's going on. But every once in a while, I like to host a little dinner party for a person or for multiple people and I plan and do all the things and I got the kids to bed and I stuck the landing and I was making homemade wild mushroom risotto which is one of my favorite things to eat and all the things I had cooked the mushrooms perfectly everything was on track I had actually purchased fresh herbs Oh, oh, fresh herbs. So I bet you got them at Whole Foods instead of Stop and Shop. (laughs) I, in fact, did get them in Whole Foods (laughs) because sage is hard to come by. (laughs) So, (laughs) I guess you are the 1%. (laughs) So, I'm chopping my fresh herbs and I proceed to chop the top of my finger off. Ew. Yeah. Really? And then, not, like, completely off, but, like, a lot. Like, Like, a lot. Like, what percentage Um, of your digits? It was my middle finger. Oh, your favorite one. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I know. I know. It's not the thumb up your ass right now. It's the middle (laughs) finger. Um, It's, I went, like, I cut the nail in half. It wasn't bad. It didn't hurt. But I went into shock, which I'd never done before. Did you bleed all into your risotto? No. I kept the risotto fully intact. As was far as t- anybody knows. Yeah. It was still vegetarian. <laughs> Just a side of hepatitis. <laughs> Bitch, I'm, I'm clean. Kidding. I'm kidding. She's clean. <laughs> She's clean. I already tested her. She's clean. So I had to go to the hospital and sit in the ER while my friend and husband ate the risotto, which they said was fantastic, Mm -hmm. and keep my finger elevated. And then the doctor told me to go home and have a glass of wine and eat my risotto. But that was like, it was a devastating fail because I really wanted to eat the risotto when it was fresh. Yeah, (laughs) especially because you bought fresh herbs in this economy. No, that sucks. I that that really fail. stinks that you put so much effort into it and then I mean like falling and hurting myself is like my number one mom fail. Like I am the <laughs> one that like full on like the cupcakes going in the air and I trip and chip my tooth. Like <laughs> wait, okay, so this is actually a good lead into mine because I one hundred percent let Harry fall way too often. <laughs> And we had a... I know this about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's my kind of my thing. You <laughs> stick your landings and I push my kid downstairs. Um, we had a preschool meetup with his class at a playground. And he... We got there and I'm like buddying up to our, you know, fellow parents and everything. And he scampers up the tallest piece of playground equipment and just takes a fucking head dive like right no. off of it. <laughs> and so he, he bites like the inside of his lip a little oh. bit. And he was crying and he was snotting and like the blood mixed with the saliva and the snot and the tears. And so the first impression that all of his preschool kids have is just him just hemorrhaging snot and tears and spit and me just trying desperately to mop it up because of course I forgot the diaper bag with all of like the first aid kit and the tissues and everything. So I'm using like a Starbucks napkin that I had... (laughs) 
spit gum out into <laughs> to mop up his shit. And that was our first impression. Oh my god. And now he has a zombie tooth. You know, like a tooth that gets like it gets a little dark. gray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little gray. This shit is a straight up walking dead. I'm sorry, I know you're freaked out by them. But yeah, it please is don't a bring it up again. <laughs> <laughs> I have to sleep tonight. Uh- <laughs> I mean this But it's gonna fall out, right? BBC? Either it's gonna fall out or it's gonna get better. And I don't know which. But this is great timing because we are having our only professional photos taken next week. (laughs) (laughs) This is the first time I've ever been able to talk my husband into taking professional photos. and He's like, I'm only in it if there's a zombie tooth I know. Like, Harry's going to look like Cletus the Cletus the fetus. Like, come on. Oh, no. It's awful. That was a mom fail. I have one more now. Okay. That's making, like, that story just made me feel better, too, about myself. Oh, see, that's what I love to do. I love to make everybody else feel like a more accomplished parent because I am a hot fucking disaster (laughs) with an egg cracked on top. (laughs) I went on a bus trip with Jamie, and our son had, um, well, long story short, he's got asthma. And the medication that he takes sometimes makes him um, an upchuck king. (laughs) And when he was younger, we knew this about him, and we knew this to be true, that it was pretty much like a couple times a day going to happen. And we went on this like eight-hour tour of this wildlife area on a bus, and I did not bring my change of clothes. Yep. Or his change of clothes. Yep. The bus didn't have a bathroom. Yeah. And you know what went down. Of course. While I was wearing a Mai Tai wrap that my girlfriend had made for me, which was bomb. It was like, you know. Was it the one that you wore? Yeah. Oh my God. That that was awesome. It's better than any store bought I've ever seen. Yeah. It is. It's a life changing situation to have a wrap that fits and that you feel good. Like whether it's store bought or if it's some kind of homemade shenanigannery like i have <laughs> so kind of like so good earth goddess oh i am an earth goddess that was covered in puke on a bus for eight hours and i literally like i was goddess like to me i'm so sorry stinky and organic yeah enjoy the ride we'll buy everyone coffees when we get off this bus no you just give them the middle finger and swan out like the goddamn homecoming queen <laughs> jamie gave me a sweatshirt but but it didn't help. There was nothing. To, there was nothing to do. There's still puke under the sweatshirt. It was just yeah. It was really, a great that's trip. a metaphor for life. There's yeah. always puke under everybody's sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> no matter who you are, be like the duck, still on top but paddling furiously beneath the water. I like mine better. I do too. <laughs> I hard sold mine. All right, so here's another one of my parenting fails. This is my last one. Second and last. <laughs> so I have this tendency, and it's awful, and it's terrible, and I'm a millennial mom, and I'm hip and jiggy and with it. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're jiggy I sound like with it. I, yeah, I sound like it, right? I'm cool. Well, I'm, I'm hip. nifty. <laughs> Don't look at me like I'm freaking Frankenstein. <laughs> Hey, Macarena. Okay, that's enough. I think I dated myself, and you just made an Austin Powers joke, which I think dates you. And I feel, therefore, the playing fields have been leveled. (laughs) 
right. So I have this tendency, despite my liberal leanings, to call Harry smart and Gigi pretty. Okay. So, you know, I'm, I always – and I catch myself whenever I'm doing it. Yeah. And, you know, I'm like, I'm like, oh, what a smart boy. Or like, oh, what a beautiful girl. And then I catch myself and I, like, have to add in something else. And so it's like – Like financial like, advisor. Yeah, exactly. What a pretty financial advisor you are. Exactly. <laughs> like, like, Harry, oh, you're so smart and very good at um, feng shui. <laughs> <laughs> like, Gigi, you're so beautiful, but also you you could be the president. <laughs> so like I, you know, it's it's a fail. I have to say it's a fail. Like I'm I'm I need to retrain my brain a little bit. I mean, we're all working on that. Yeah, it's nice to be living in a time where we are get we're getting called out all the time on being smarter about yep. how to set our kids up for success, but. You could get really exhausted trying to stick the landing. And I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, full circle. Uh, Callback joke. <laughs> All right. So we're getting into our scary stuff now. We've got some good ones, which is a propes because it's the day after Halloween. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, let's talk costumes real quick. Okay. I went with Baker's and Georgie was a cupcake, but mom fail. It was a sleeveless tutu, and we live in the Northeast, and it was too cold, so she was a lion from the waist up, and a cupcake from the waist down. That, that's a, that's a mix em ups that I like. Yeah. It was like, in my head, Did it was Did you come like, up with a clever name, or you, is that just what you called her? No, yeah, I was like lion You're like cupcake. half lion, half cupcake. I called her a lion cupcake. Oh, God. That's, but that's an opportunity that's right for a pun. <laughs> I'm disappointed in you. I'll think of one later, and then I'll text it to you. Yeah. Um, Harry was... <laughs> Harry wanted to be Brendan Urie from Panic at the Disco. <laughs> oh. And I couldn't figure out how to do that without putting eyeliner on him. So I finally figured out that he had done a um, cover of The Greatest Show for The Greatest Showman. Time out. So I, Mom failed that you didn't put eyeliner, eyeliner on, on my your kid. kid. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Snatch those moments. Probably. He's not going to let you no, a couple because, years down the road. Especially because he probably would have let me because now he, he won't totally close his jackets because he's always like, Brendan Urie wears it open. <laughs> Fucking Brendan Urie. Does he not have a mother? <laughs> so I put him in a ringmaster costume and then Gigi was a lion, probably the same lion that Georgie was. Mm -hmm. And I dressed up like the bearded woman. Amazing. And Dan dressed up like the strong man. I love kid Halloween. It's so good. Yeah. It was good. And it was like 70 degrees and it was supposed to like be super rainy and it wasn't. We are talking about the weather instead of scary stories. It's terrifying. <laughs> it's terrifying that we are so old that we I'm went down old. this path. I'm not old. Oh, okay. I'm fucking talking about scary shit. <laughs> Me and my young body. And my, my young mind and my young spectacles. And my references that are <laughs> My timely. young cheaters. I, I can't even think of, like, a famous person that's a normal age right now. <laughs> okay. Greta Garbo. <laughs> I want to go first. Fine. Fine. All right. So Kristen writes in and she says, when my son was barely three and we lived in Brooklyn, 
he would always talk about Jack, who comes into his room at night and talks to him. I always chalked it up to an imaginary friend, but one day I asked him to tell me more about Jack. He said, Jack died. So I asked, how? Excellent question. Yeah. Because most people would just, you know, like, stop at the, like, no, 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 no. Yeah. And Kristen's like, all right, tell oh. me the dirty details. <laughs> I got a podcast I need to submit it to. <laughs> so I asked how, and he said he went into the middle of the street when cars were zooming by. Oh, God. I know. At his age, I knew that he didn't understand the concept of getting hurt by getting hit by a car. So it was so odd. Once we moved, Jack stopped coming into his room at night. Oh, he's a ghost that stays specific to the location. But he's also a cautionary tale ghost. Yeah. Which is excellent. That's the kind of ghost you want. She could have seen Pet Cemetery. Maybe. But at the same point in time, I feel like a cautionary tale ghost is exactly what I want. I is want it... somebody to be like, hey, maybe, maybe don't, don't go do into the middle of the street. Or like, maybe don't, you know, look when the elevator doors open. Or maybe, I can keep going if you want me to. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe don't, don't eat the arsenic yeah. that your mom has just out on the table. Maybe don't climb under that rug so far <laughs> that you can't climb back out. Gregory. Oh, we're going down a dark path here. I'm actually sourcing from the Gashley Crumb Tinies, which is a very twisted children's book that y'all oh should God. check out. It's an alphabet book of... Children that have passed. <gasps> no, I just saw this. My friend just posted that. It's fantastic. It's pretty good. It's dark, but it speaks to me. <laughs> it would. It would. <laughs> All right. I loved that one and actually had that one. So yeah, fuck suck you. Suck it. <laughs> the smells you lose, nerd. This one's amazing, though. It's really good. And it's got a farm theme to it, Ooh, which we all theme. love. <laughs> All right, so Cindy said, I don't have kids. Sure, Cindy, this is somebody else's kid. This isn't your kid. It's definitely not. It's not sure, my Cindy, kid. Oh, I don't have kids, and I'm just 24, and I'm submitting to this. Sure, my sure, sure. My kids point straight out. <laughs> All right, Cindy, I don't have kids, but once, visiting some friends on a farm, my buddy's youngest girl, five or six at the time, was afraid of the tr chickens. I tried to explain to her that chickens weren't there to hurt us, but she wasn't having it. So I'm sitting around the fire pit, looking at one of the chickens a few feet in front of me when I feel a hot breath in my ear as she whispered, See? He's always watching. Oh my god! <laughs> what? Yeah. That's... I that's... love this little kid. Oh god, the chickens are always watching. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That's fantastic. Cindy. Cindy. Fucking Cindy. Fucking Stay away from non mother. Your <laughs> you can't see me, but I'm doing air quotes. Non mother Cindy. Oh, we can see the air quotes. <laughs> can you describe them? She's got two fingers up on each hand, and yeah. then she's just, you know, doing the making bunny ears. The air down quotes. and up. Yep. Down and up. <laughs> In case you didn't know what air quotes were. <laughs> wow. Okay. So I, um, I have a question about that. Mm -hmm. Hey, uh, why would they go into a farm? At night. Kill chickens? <laughs> Chicken hunting? Yeah. Chicken wrestling? Chicken snatching? Ooh. Ooh that don't do dirty. that. Don't do that. <laughs> That's 
It's just stealing chickens. <laughs> My husband Ooh. grew up on a farm. He'll tell you. Oh, I'm sure he would. <laughs> tell him, Jamie. Why don't you text him right now and ask him if he ever chicken snatched? Hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your next one? Um, oh, I forgot we were doing this. Hold oh, on. yeah. Where's your scary story? All right. I have a short one, and then I have a long one. Which one do you want? I want the long one. Oh, okay. I'm so this is coming from my buddy, Caitlin. <clears throat> and she says, when my son Logan, who, by the way, I want everybody to know is my godson, <gasps> um. unofficially, <laughs> and I share him with nobody, especially not Sophie. Um, when my son Logan was three and a half years old, he was diagnosed with autism. And was still largely nonverbal. He communicated mostly through sign language, gestures, and a few words that he knew he could reliably make. And because we are a military family, we moved almost every year of his young life. Oh, man. I know. That's tough, yeah. It's really tough. We had moved into the Virginia home in early July and decided it was time to put Logan into a big boy bed in his own room, finally giving giving Gavin, which is her younger son, her middle son, a crib to sleep in in his own room. A few months went by and things were going well. Logan was gaining new words almost daily and he was enrolled in an excellent special special education preschool program. One night, as we were putting him to bed, he built a wall of his stuffed animals between him and the wall that the bed was pushed up against. His father and I mentioned how cute it was. No biggie. He was always doing things with the myriad toys he liked to sleep with. Which every kid does. Every of kid, course. Harry's got day toys and night toys. Yeah. <laughs> Which James has a huge elephant that he likes to snuggle with. Aww. And it's, it's a bed pal. That's cute. Yeah. This became a pattern. Once again, we didn't think anything of it because Logan was always developing new rituals that helped him feel comfortable in what is probably a pretty chaotic world. Then, a few weeks later, he casually mentioned the hands in the wall. What the fuck? I know. We thought we were misinterpreting what he was saying, which happens pretty frequently. So we started the guessing game that made up a lot of our conversations. After a few questions like, you mean you put your hands on the wall? Nope, nope, okay. You like to feel the wall, etc., etc., we understood. He was really saying that there were hands in the wall reaching for him. Yeah! He kept making that gesture of someone reaching out and grabbing for no, him. No, no, no. I do it not like so this It gets so much store. worse. Just hold your butt. And the oddest part was he wasn't scared at all. This was just his matter-of-fact relating of something that he's seeing on a regular basis. Hands reaching through the wall trying to grab him. And his bottom line was he didn't want to be touched. I think, Fair. understandably, I was disturbed but skeptical. I watched his video monitor like a freaking ghost hunter, and then she puts in a private joke, Dave Tango, because he's on Ghost Hunters. I, of course, don't get it, because I'm not a part of the private joke. No, you wouldn't be. (laughs) Because you didn't go to college with us. Why didn't you go to college with us? We chalked it up to a little kid's imagination. But then he got a substitute bus driver one day, and as I helped Logan descend those big steps off the bus, his driver leaned out and said, Hey, is this your house? One of my good friends lived in that house before you guys. Aw, that's nice, I said. It's a good house. Yeah, who sleeps in the light blue room? No. Excuse me? The light blue room. Oh, well, you might have painted it. The one right in the front of the house, the driver said, pointing at Logan's window. I told him Logan does. Yeah, we we always thought that room was haunted. Creeped us out. 
I laughed and he drove off. And while nothing else ever happened, I never said no to a single time Logan asked me to leave the light on for him. Wait, what? I, I know! would have jumped on the bus and been like, you tell me what <laughs> happened there. Excuse me, substitute bus driver. You tell me everything you know. <gasps> Isn't that fucking insane? Yes. Like crazy. So it's not even like the creepy shit that the kids say but then a random the person shit. a substitute bus driver not even like a regular bus driver who could have maybe cottoned on to this backs it the fuck up that's insane to me i feel like i need to go upstairs and curl up under a blanket after that one <laughs> do you want to go do that maybe <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm gonna go bait okay you go do that all right it was a good pee break. <laughs> <laughs> Unnecessary and delicious. Oh, I um, <laughs> Okay, so I, I, I don't know what to say about that. Knowing this kid, he is, you know, he definitely was expressive for sure. You know what I mean? He was nonverbal for a while, but he has always been like a super expressive kid, and he's been able to get his point across. Yeah. And... I mean, shit like that just makes me think that hauntings are real. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I was on the fence until, like, just now. <laughs> I, was on the, I was on the fucking fence, man. You're like, yeah, this is super fun, but, like, meh. Yeah. I was like, I mean, I could probably tell you what movie the kid saw. Like, I'm, I keep ruining all of them. I'm like, yeah, you just saw Pet Cemetery last night. Fucking... It's not real. This is scary. It's freaky, right? I want to invite him to come stay in my non-haunted house. My house is not haunted. There's that nothing. you know of. That don't you, you know. <laughs> don't you. Don't, don't you ruin this for me, Claire. I feel I'll safe here. here. <laughs> okay. I mean, I feel a little thrown off because... You because took now my you favorite one. Yeah, also. Because now you believe? Because now I believe. Did it just become real for you? Yeah. Okay. I've got one from Re Rebecca. So she says, this isn't really a ghost story, but it still startled me. So we had a hard time getting pregnant with our first daughter, Lily. So we needed some fertility help, and it took a while to get pregnant. She was named after my great aunt, Lily, who was like a grandma to me as a child. I was sure it would be just as difficult the second time around. We decided to start trying again for number two years later, but things were busy and we hadn't had much opportunity to try and time it right. It turns out we got pregnant on our very first try, which is crazy to me in itself because of my health history. Weeks went by and we found out our second daughter's due date. It was June 28th. I told my mother and she said that it was my great aunt Lily's birth date who we named af our first after. I immediately felt chills and thought our second baby was a gift from my great aunt to us for honoring her. Who knows if it's just a crazy coincidence, but there's a there are 365 days in the year, so it's still pretty amazing to me. That's awesome. I know. It's not a ghost story, but I really loved that one. I don't one. know. I think it kind of is because, you know... It's like happy ghost story. It's Aunt like, Lily. It's, I love... I feel so comforted in the idea that there are... Yeah. People looking out for us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Across the veil or behind the veil or whatever the fuck you want to say. Totally. You know, like, like, and that's just another one of those things. Yeah. 
I, yeah, I just loved that story. My um, oldest sister passed away a few years ago, and she and I were really close, and she's awesome. And I so often feel like Georgie is like some, you know, there, there are so many similarities. She's got like a little strawberry blonde hair thing yep. going on, and my sister was just the happiest person in the room. She was always laughing at the joke, and every time I see Georgie just – yucking it up i'm like did julie send her specifically to me to have like a little mini julie running around because those vibes are just there that's awesome yeah so a little heartwarming so my dad died uh, in 2010 and i genuinely believe that both my kids and my nanny are gifts from (laughs) i feel like my dad delivered both my kids because they're amazing yeah i mean I guess I would say that. You fucking would. I would. It's Those so are class- so my mannerisms. Claire. <laughs> Classic Claire loving her children. <laughs> and then, you know, like I, I randomly found my nanny, but she is the cornerstone of our family right now. I mean, like she's she's just amazing. And I truly believe that the randomness of it was not so random and it was sort of like a you know it was like okay i'm gonna just arrange for your two souls to you know yeah. meet and come together and she's gonna be a wonderful caretaker for your kids what's wrong with believing something beautiful like that i mean you love people and you have to say goodbye and the thought that they could be sending you right new sending people you to love, love and, and gifts and you I'm, know i'm here for it you are yeah okay good I might be on board with ghost stories, and I'm definitely <laughs> here for the idea of loving gestures from people that you adored. <laughs> I'm here for like, both of those. I just like, like this is our fourth episode, and you're like, I'm just fessing up, and I'm like, just... I probably might not, maybe. Oh my god! Well, it's good to have a disbeliever in the room. Devil's avocado. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Next week you'll have a new host. <laughs> Devil's avocado. <laughs> That's the saying. <laughs> I think I think we've both just disgraced ourselves like mightily this podcast. <laughs> All right, I've got one last one. Are you ready? I am. It's from Heather, <clears throat> who is in my book club. Oh. And yes, You're I belong to a book club. <laughs> I haven't been there in months, but I still get credit. <laughs> When my son was three or four years old, he asked me repeatedly in the middle of the night, Mommy, what is that thing there sitting on the shelf looking at the flies? (gasps) (laughs) How disconcerting is that? Like, how disconcerting is that? Well, first off, when I hear flies, I think Amityville Horror. Yeah. Yeah. Ew. Okay. Ew, right? But I think I'm a little confused. Like, were there no flies, but the thing was looking at flies? I mean, I've been in her house. Her house is pretty clean. Okay. Can't imagine there were flies. I mean, do we know, though? You know what we don't? Heather? Is your house filthy? Is your house filthy? (laughs) Are you a hoarder? (laughs) I didn't know. (laughs) Be honest. Is it a filth house? (laughs) (laughs) Write in to tell me the truth so I can broadcast it over the entire internet. (laughs) <laughs> i have one that's so twisted but i have to find it i got it i got it okay 
from my really sweet heartwarming story to Leatherface. <laughs> yes! I love anything that starts with Leatherface. Here we go. So, this is from Millie. I was sound asleep, and at around 6 a.m., I was woken up by my four-year-old daughter's face inches from mine. <laughs> she looked right into my eyes and whispered, I want to peel all your skin off. <laughs> There's a backstory here. I had been sunburned the previous week and it was starting to peel. But in my sleep adult state, I forgot that and I was terrified. Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't know if I was dreaming or what was going on. So yes, that is what happened. She originally, for the first few seconds as she was waking up, thought her daughter just wanted to do a murder. <laughs> I... I would love to hear from people who have woken up with their kids just inches from their face. Yeah. Because it hasn't happened to me yet, but it's gonna. It's gonna. It's, it's 100% gonna. And I, our bed is super high. Yeah. So it's not even gonna be like them leaning over. It's gonna be me just eye level yeah. with Harry. I can't wait. Wait He's... for it to happen to you? No, to you. I don't want... <laughs> I don't want that to happen to me at all. No. <laughs> I'm... Afraid that then I'll have the mom fail story of, like, I... Punched him in the face? Sat up and, like, knocked them off the bed or, like, did something. Oh, that was... Punched them in the face. I hope that my instincts wouldn't take me that far, but who knows? I don't rule it out for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, tiny demon! My <laughs> dad wakes up swinging. Like, he thinks that everyone's an intruder. And any sound is an intruder, and he... So it's in the I just family. think my dad did the same thing, but he was also in the Vietnam War. So we were, like, warned away from yeah. waking him up. Don't get My it. mom was like, don't wake him up, because he will 100% karate chop you. <laughs> oh, no. I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's going to happen to me when it does. I don't know what the shit I'm going to do. I'm a wild card, baby. I mean, write it down. We got a podcast. Uh, we need some, we need some stories. Save it from my blog. <laughs> <laughs> you bitch you've got a blog on the side i like to withhold <laughs> me too <laughs> so that actually brings up the interesting point that we do want to hear your stories we want to hear about your kid really close to your face mm -hmm. we want to hear that we want to hear the creepy shit that your kids say and do and are yeah and if you feel like, your child is the Antichrist. We want to know why. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to hear that story. I want you and to share And if it's just a hunch, that's okay, too. Yeah. You, you don't need to back this up. Yeah, exactly. If you just, you know, if you just get a bad feeling when you look at your offspring. Actually, don't tell us that. We're going to have to call us. Child Protective Services. <laughs> tell us and we don't want story. that drama. <laughs> <laughs> What's that email address where you can send your stories? Oh, I don't remember. Oh. <laughs> All right, so it's mominouspodcast at gmail.com. And please write in because we need it. Yeah, we want to hear your stories. To continue to. We're enjoying to this. Make this podcast. <laughs> and remember that when your kid says creepy things, don't let it bother you. But. Don't turn around. <laughs> you said it wasn't going to happen this time. <laughs> Mominous was created and produced by Claire Barrios and Katie Judge and written by your weirdo children. <laughs>